going on, everybody? Welcome to The Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. I'm Mike Stadler. Mike, we got a pretty cool question here. Uh, you and I actually have shot a lot of deer this way. Well, a few of our bigger bucks this way. The question comes from Brad. It says, do you guys think that bucks return year after year and at the same time? And if they do, do they come to the same area on your properties? Yep. <laughs> All right, so... No. <laughs> It's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Some deer do. Yeah. I, I think they visit the same areas a lot. Yes. Because if I, I personally feel if a deer travels to a certain area enough, they feel safe there. Yeah. Without being, you know, interrupted by anything, especially human contact. Yeah. Scents are always the same. So, which is, I don't, I, I think a lot of people don't realize is they're familiar with an area. So when you're intruding it, you know, you might not see that deer even though they were there. Oh yeah. Because they know now that something is off because they're there a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they come back and they check a lot of the same spots. Yeah. Um, and that's our goal, to make sure that they they have the same atmosphere. <clears throat> so, like your bedding time. area. Yeah, every time. You know, we never go, yeah, never go in there, all that stuff. A couple of, basically each property has a, a, a majority of it is actually what most people would call a sanctuary, I guess. You know, right. we come in and out of it. Um, yeah, yeah, bucks do come back. Uh, like you said, if they're content, for sure. Um, and a lot of them been really, at least in the past, a lot of them have been pretty predictable, especially when I was hunting the Kill Corridor. Old One Step, mm -hmm. he was there every year for quite a few years. Um, I, I, the Buckeye shot brawler, he, he he was predictable too. A lot of these yeah, they deer, all the same path all the time. Uh, yeah, they all come back and they come back at the same time. You could set your calendar by II coming on the property. It was either October 20th, 21st, or 22nd. He was gone every year by Halloween. Mm -hmm. Last, you know, he spent a week, ten days on my property. That's the, that was the window I had to kill him. So. That's kind of, and that was for eight years mm -hmm. before I put an arrow in. So that's important. Also, I mean, you did it with uh, Johnny was repetitive too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah Johnny. I think I, I hunted him for two years. I watched him for three. I never had a shot at him. I only had one shot at him ever. Right. Um, and that was the year I killed him. Yep. And we thought he was, I don't know, four and a half. Yeah, yeah, he's he was just a giant deer, yeah, but and uh, he traveled the same all the time, and uh, I could never connect with him. Right, he just would elude me all the time because mm -hmm. he but he traveled the same path, and I bought it at the same times, you know. But observe it, and yeah. the older and something an older deer would do. Yeah, he, he, he came the one day that he came. He sent he was scent checking, mm -hmm. you know, the marsh edge to the, to the woods. Yeah. And I was there. And he hung up just before he got there, but enough yeah. that I got shot. Yeah. Yeah, you killed him in the marsh. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I mean, I think it happens. You know, I had a uh, landlord here for four years, five years. Yeah. You know, never did kill him. Obviously, the neighbor killed him. But uh, he was here every year. Yeah. And very elusive. Stayed in a corner. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never stayed in, like, what, eight, I, ten acres? Yeah, I never had a picture of him. 
on the east side of the property ever. Yeah. And I had a lot of cameras. Yeah. I am gonna catch you going through there. Yeah. And he never came. And then none of the neighbors on the other side ever seen him. Right. And even the where they killed him, they never seen him. Yeah, well the only reason he died is because of that doe. Because of the doe. So I know he was traveling north south. Yeah. That's why he wasn't getting seen except by me. That and it was a narrow span. Yeah. I mean yeah. it's what? Width wise three hundred yards maybe? Yeah, probably. And but north to south, probably yeah. miles, yep. whatever. And he's over in the marsh. Yep. So yeah, I I hundred percent think they come back to the same spots. Um, well, how do you go about hunting deer like that? That's the other thing. Yeah. Well, that's the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you know they're coming back to your property, especially if you see them. You know, like we talk about, you know, the early buck pictures. Yeah. If you got a deer that came back and you you know him. Yep. You know, you know that deer. Like, all right, he made it. He's back. So he's gonna be back around again. So. That's when I think the intel that you and I talk about that we do all the time really plays because have you been paying attention? Do you remember last year? Yeah. You document things last year, you know, like we do. Mm -hmm. We have the pictures saved. You have them cataloged. I have them cataloged on my phone. Yep. Um, dates, times, when those deer were coming through, where they were going. Um, and it helps. Big time. You know, and I'm not saying like, okay, I've seen him here. October 24th, I'm going to be in that stand, but you know he's on the property. Yeah. And you know he's been around this area the previous two years. Yeah. So, you know, that's when you're playing your cards. I'm pretty sure, you know, the way I look at it is all that documentation and everything that we have with the years of experience with the animal, with the pictures, like you were saying, helps us not make that mistake. Mm -hmm. Because if you make that mistake, both of us have small properties, you make that one mistake on that deer, he's done. You're done for the year. He's gone. He's gone. And a bigger deer, you know, let's just say in Wisconsin, I'm going to say three and a half and older, because at three and a half here in Wisconsin, that's a highly pressured whitetail. Yeah. He knows things. And as soon as he has to deal with hunters or anything like that, he will leave and find someplace else. Yeah. So... I think that helps you not make the mistakes. If you guys are, if you're documenting or, or uh, doing exactly what Mike said we do, you know, our documentation of our pictures, we actually write stuff down in logs that such and such wind direction. Um, we actually have hours documented. We actually yeah. made spreadsheets that we use. Yeah, if we're here or there, right. whatever, you know, any of the forecast uh, pressures we document, Yep. Um, everything. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is I think that helps us is we don't push it. No. So like if that deer is there and he's coming back, let him, and he's there every day. Yep. And he's getting comfortable. Yep. Like, I'm not going to bomb down into the bottom of my property and that come and kill this deer because he's there every day. You know, unless I think something is right. Right. That he could be on his feet and he's going to give me a chance. Otherwise, I know that I'm taking a huge risk going in there at that time. Yeah. You know, so if I got a huge front coming, that's going to get him on his feet early, and I know he's been in that plot five of the last seven days. Yeah. Probably going to take a shot at. Well, him. that's how you killed Burback. Yeah. Going to take a shot at. Yep. You know, otherwise, I'll wait. Yeah, you didn't even go into that area. No, I didn't want. We had that big cold front coming. Yeah. I mean, just tell him how you did it. Yeah, he had been on camera, I think, four days straight. Yeah. In the bottom, and it was that was early October, yep. real early, and I don't go down there until usually the 20th or after. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we had a huge front come in. Yep. 
and I had called you. I think I was just on the phone with you before that. I'm like, I'm going in down there after him. I mean, he's been in there every day, you know, and Charles are killing him. So <laughs> I went down there, and that front was rolling in, and the box piled out into that field. Yeah. You know, and he was with him, and I shot him, and he went, you know, 30 yards and fell over. Yeah. And then it poured. Yeah. It, it absolutely <laughs> poured, but, you know, because he gave it a chance. Right. So I went and took him, you know, and you got to play your odds there, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But the conditions were right for me to be down there. That's yeah. why I went, because I knew I could get in and out and be okay. Yeah, you know, otherwise, without the documentation of knowing that. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. You know, and I, but I watched that, watched my cameras, and I, yes, I have cell cams, so I can see what he's doing every day. And I know what the weather is, so I see what the weather is, I see when he's on his feet, I see where he's entering. Yeah. He's entering the same spot every night. And actually, what was funny was the night I killed him, he entered from the opposite side of the plot. Yeah. Was the only time he did it. Yeah, but that made sense with the wind. Yeah, but the wind shifted in there, and I'm in the middle. Right. So he's not going to get me either way. Right. You know. Yeah, he was going to lose if he yeah, showed up. He was, yeah. if he came in, and yeah. you know, that's, so your intel was big, you know, and, and you know, the must be nice thing. He's right on my chair. He's back there, you can't see yeah, him on the camera. Yeah. <laughs> he's, the must be nice thing is, it's a ton of work. Yeah, yeah. And... You know, I get back from hunting, and if I'm here and I come in and I fill my sheet out, you know, it's yep, that's the first thing I it's do. It's part of my job. Yeah, <laughs> and that helps me um, sending Carl into a stand here. Yeah, or sending you know if one of my other friends comes over here and hunts. Yeah, into a stand because I'm going to put them in a position where I think they're going to kill a deer. Right. Otherwise, I'm not going to have them here. Yeah, they, yeah. There's <laughs> no sense in that. So I'm like, you know, I've seen this deer. He's been doing this a lot. I think this stand's going to be good today. Yeah. That's where Carl's gonna go. Right. He does the same thing yep. at his property. It's not like we're trying to be like, well, shit, I seen that great big ten point over there. I don't want to send Mike over there. Yeah. You know, I what are you doing that? Yeah. You're never gonna be successful with no. anybody. No. And that's the wrong thing to do all the way around anyway. But you know, like the documentation part of things, you guys, is really, really important. Um, we can show you guys our sheets uh, a little bit later, but we document how many hours we're in the tree. Mornings, evenings, um, we actually have kind of documented moon phase, even though we're not big advocates of moon phase. I stuff. think we do it for the opposite reason. We do. <laughs> uh, we're not getting into that right now. Yeah, we're not going to get into that part of it. But most important part is the documentation helps you kill deer in the future years. Yeah. You know, if I see, I don't know, let's just say I, I see uh, bow grabber. Uh, what was it last year where I was seeing him in the early October down in the bottom and all of a sudden I get a few pictures this year of him down the bottom I know he's gonna spend that week late October in that bottom checking out those so no matter what area we are in either it's him or me he's gonna be hunting that particular deer in a certain spot which we both know where that is yeah. and one of us is gonna kill him so, or gladiator, either one. Yeah, that's the biggest thing that we try to do is we, you know, put the odds in your favor. Yeah. So, and you know, we do it at Carl's, we do it here. If we can get around this deer with a couple of guys and have a shot at him, we're gonna try to take him out. Yeah, it doesn't matter <laughs> which one of us shoots. That's what we're trying to do. So, I mean, you know, the biggest thing, you know, we'll get one down and then work on the next one. Yep. But, you know, that intel is huge. Um, we do it all west. Yes. You know, um, I'm not going to say we write things down because it's a shorter burst of time. Yeah. It's a week span, and we just know. We've been together and done it so much. We're like, all right, we're going here. 
We need to go up over that ridge. We've been on the property a lot. We know it. It's that way in North Dakota for sure. And we're talking miles of property. So if we see a deer in such and such, let's just say we'll call it the hell hole, and he's moving straight to the west, we know where he's going to cross. After 26 years of hunting out there together, we can book about two and a half, three miles around and cut that deer off within 30 minutes. And he'll come right through that same spot. Come down. Come to our spot. <laughs> our spot. <laughs> yes, I mean, it takes a lot to know that, you know, and that's a little different, obviously, it's all west, but, you know, whitetails, if you study them, you can predict some of what they're going to do. You know, yeah. we are not experts at all. No. But the stuff we do works for us. You know, we, we got really heavy into the documentation again the last several years. We had did it a lot earlier, and then we kind of weren't doing it as much, and we got back into doing it again more especially with the properties yeah you know so that we can see what's going on on both yeah and we both have benefited from all the documentation that yes. we've taken so we appreciate the question thanks for the question uh, if you guys get a chance you want to check out the podcast you can check it out at iheart spotify google apple Podcasts, amazon check us out on youtube see our pretty faces yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Get a chance, subscribe, just hit the Reaper in the lower right-hand corner. We'd appreciate that. Share and like. Have a good day.